0: It's Eaton Time with Belton Johnson for the Saskatchewan Cattlemen's Association. Every single Friday, just after the 11 o'clock top of the hour news, the big guy's in. Former rider, old lineman, grill master extraordinaire, Belton Johnson.
1: How are you, my friend? I'm doing pretty good. Today is Friday, John. How are you doing? (laughs) I
0: could not be better. Hey, this is our second last one of these. You know, I'm actually starting to feel nostalgic.
1: Oh, man, John, you know, I'm going to miss you. I, 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 um, you know, I haven't texted you or anything just yet, because I'm sure you probably had quite a few uh, texts and emails and everything coming your way. So
0: yeah, uh, Well, we're still going to break bread occasionally and hang out. You know that.
1: Absolutely.
0: Okay, so I am curious. In fact, I apologize to the listeners. I was doing a riff yesterday on the Grey Cup coming up, and I, 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 like last night, hours later, I said, i think i said toronto was in the great cup so i felt like a total idiot because i just brain gapped because i think everybody had expected uh toronto winnipeg tilt so the whole emergency alouettes and cody fajardo what does that look like heading into the game
1: well you know congrats to the alouettes for getting there because like you and many i i picked Argo as well uh to manhandle uh, the Alouettes. But you know what I saw, John, is that defense. They have, uh, you know, I think that in that finals against the Argos, uh, the Alouettes had nine turnovers uh, that they had taken away the ball from the Argos. So that was absolutely amazing. And I'm going to tell you, I think the key to that that team, to that defense and everything is those – two key acquisitions that they got, you know, during the season and everything. One was Sean Lemon, and the other was uh, Darnell uh, Sankey. And, you know, with Sean Lemon, he controls that front. He's gotten interceptions, gotten pressure on quarterbacks time after time, and Sankey, he controls the middle. So um, that's that's how the Alouettes have gotten there was their, that defense.
0: So we talk often that defense wins games, but you need the ability to capitalize offensively. Uh, is Fajardo, and I don't mean this in any way disparagingly, I love Cody Fajardo, I think Jason Moss, you know, doing well, but have they been protected a little because of just how dominant
1: that defense is? Absolutely, John. And one reason I said it is, you know, again, that last game that they played, they got nine turnovers nine turnovers to me that equals about 50 points (laughs) to be (laughs) honest with you right and I don't think we ever saw 50 points uh from that team and everything so are they overshadowed by the defense absolutely they are
0: so when it comes to Winnipeg, which has been a pretty balanced approach, I keep thinking of that young Oliveira, that running back who just charges up the middle. I mean, sure, the Alouettes' defense uh, will likely be compensating for that, but how does Winnipeg look coming into this?
1: And and again, the, I, I'm had to go to the defensive side, right? Uh, you got with the Bombers, they got Willie Jefferson, Jackson Jeff Coat. Those guys up front, they cause havoc constantly. And, again, I go back to the last game, that finals, when they played the BC Lions. They wrapped up nine sacks against Vernon Adams and uh, forced them into, what, three interceptions there and everything. So, it, to me, it's the defense. And you're right about the offense. It's, it's going to be on Oliveira and everything. But, again, when I talk to you about that Alouette's defense, the guy that controls the middle, Darnell Sankey. I think that's going to be a great battle between uh, Oliveira and Sankey, and everything. But I think it'll end up being a defensive game overall because the Bombers there. I think they're without some of their uh, receivers there and everything, John.
0: So Winnipeg, Montreal, five o'clock Sunday, the Grey Cup in Hamilton. Care for a prediction?
1: Oh, John, I'm, I was waiting on you to ask me that. So, <laughs> uh, and I'm, I, Rider Nation, I'm sorry, but I'm going with the Bombers, 22-17.
0: Mm, okay, so there's your defensive uh, sense that it's not going to be a real high-scoring game.
1: Absolutely. I don't think it will, John, but again, I didn't think the Argos would lose to the Alouettes in that Eastern final. <laughs>
0: You know, I'm also going for Winnipeg. I just think they're a better all-round team. And again, I know a lot of the Rider fans are would like the idea of Winnipeg taking a bit of a kicking, but uh,
1: that we'll see. And okay. keep in mind, John, the Bombers. This is four straight for them. They lost one last year here in Regina against the Argos. I think that's going to be a bitter taste in their mouth because um, I think that's going to be the added motivation as well for the Bombers.
0: That's a great point. Belton Johnson is here. It's eating time every Friday. Of course, I could talk football with the big guy for hours. Um, Okay, you've got, I I love this, crockpot beef ramen. How does that work?
1: And, and John, this is a recipe, uh, you know, I always say back in my college days there at Ole Miss, uh, you know, when I didn't have a whole lot of money and ate a whole lot of ramen. (laughs) Uh,
0: See, every time I see ramen, I go back to university as well. I lived on that stuff.
1: (laughs) So it was the meal that I lived off for a long time, and, uh, the thing is with that ramen is um, we always experimented with it, you know, by adding some beef, chicken, and veggies and stuff like that to it. So with this particular uh, recipe, what we want to do, John, is get out a, a, a skillet, large skillet, get some heat going, and what we want to do is brown the ground beef and everything, break it up apart and everything till it's no longer pink and everything. Once we got that ground beef cooked, we want to drain off. Uh, any of the grease. And, again, you know me, I like to use that lean ground beef, John. And so once that beef is cooked and we get it drained and everything, we're going to add it into the crock pot. The next thing we're going to do, John, actually while the ground beef is uh, cooking on the skillet, we're going to, you know, with some carrots, some bell pepper and scallions, we're going to get that all diced up and cut up and everything. And once that's all cut up, we're going to add it to the crock pot along with the ground beef there. Are you still there with me, John? I am. All right. So we got all those things in the crock pot. Uh, So next thing we want to do is get out a bowl. And what we want to do is get some garlic, soy sauce, brown sugar, and some beef stock. And we're going to mix all that up, get it well combined once that sauce is all mixed and everything, we're going to just pour it into the crock pot. So in the crock pot, John, we got the sauce, we got the ground beef, we got carrots, bell pepper, and scallions. And so we got all that in there. What we want to do is just turn the crock pot on, and you can cook it on loaf for about four to six hours, or... If you're like me, when I was in college, you know, still a growing boy, (laughs) uh, I cook it on high for about two to three hours, John. So we got that going. And so after about 30 minutes or so, or at least 30 minutes before serving, what we want to do is add the uh, dry ramen, uh, the noodles and everything to that crock pot. And once we add it to the crock pot, we want to stir it around frequently, uh, just to make sure you know uh, everything's covered, John. Are you still there, John?
0: I, I'm laughing. This is the, one of the fundamental differences between you and me: garlic, soy sauce, red bell pepper. When I was in college, it was boiling water, throwing some peas and carrots, and calling vegetables. So, sorry, I, I, I am I am astonished at you. But keep going, my friend.
1: Yes, sir. So once we got the noodles in there and everything, John. Um, and once those noodles are tender, that's when it's time to dish up. And guess what, John? What, Belton? It's eating time.
0: All right. Okay, so this comes out, uh, and when you talk about tender, because one of the things about ramen noodles, unless you're real careful, you can turn them into glue pretty quickly. So, um, so that's about that 30-minute window before uh, preparation
1: that's right john so right right that 30 minutes right before that's when you drop the uh, the noodles in there and again just keep an eye on it right cuz some crock pots they heat up uh harder than some of the others right so but it, it like you said it will not take long for those noodles to soften up and everything
0: so this is beef obviously ground beef but you even experimented when you were a kid you'd use different kinds of meat different vegetables
1: I I did, John. I'd use things like, again, like chicken, uh, you know, if if I can afford it. (laughs) Sometimes throw some shrimp in there or something. Or sometimes I had three meats in there, John, ground beef, chicken, and shrimp. (laughs) So, And uh, one of the veggies, other veggies, I like to use, uh, you know, something like broccoli or corn or uh, peas, John. So, and again... I uh, I'm making sure that uh I get those veggies and I know how you care about me John you like me to get the veggies and everything <laughs> so this one it could be uh packed full of veggies as well.
0: It is crock pot beef ramen Belton Johnson Eatin' time. And if you don't follow Belton on social media, I don't know why you don't, but you do follow us, we will always retweet, repost, like, and send along his recipes every single Friday here. Uh, Always good, my friend. Have a nice weekend, and uh, I'm with you on Winnipeg. Going to be a great game, I think, uh, Sunday, and we'll see you soon.
1: Have a good one there, John.